All right, back with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop. Now, 842, I wanted to get to one comment via email on the last segment we had uh, concerning the NBC poll that showed only 16% of Americans think the country's heading in the right direction, where 74% uh, believe that uh, the country's heading in the wrong direction. Uh, And NBC, uh, Chuck Todd, meet the press saying that that uh, signals some really dire times ahead for Democrats in the elections. Uh, with the, uh, the only silver lining, they said, was the issue of abortion. Uh, and I'd like to see all the questions that uh, NBC asked on that, because uh, if abortion's uh, outpacing that of the economy, for instance, which we saw another poll that was done uh, by The Hill uh, here in Illinois and WGN-TV signaling that uh, 56% of people asked in Illinois, likely primary voters, and this was for Republicans primarily, but uh, uh, they were asked what the top issue is, and the top issue was the economy. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. But uh, a comment coming in here uh, on that issue says, uh, mark me as a no, the country's headed in the wrong direction. From day one, uh, he says that uh, the president was worried only about canceling everything Trump had put in place, the economy, southern border, Afghanistan, shutting down oil production pipelines, unnecessary COVID lockdowns. I was done under Trump. Uh, but double standards on everything. Uh, Democrats would climb a tree to tell you a lie before they would stand the ground and tell you the truth, they said uh, in this email. So, again, uh, just some of the sentiments I think there are, uh, and we'll uh, see these sentiments uh, more and more reported on uh, in the uh, the days and weeks ahead. Because keep in mind, we've got uh, we've got early elections starting Thursday for the June 28th primary here in Illinois. Uh, but even there, you've got uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker uh, indicating that uh, he's recognizing it's going to be a tough election. Uh, And here's the governor uh, last week talking to the Washington Post about what could be troubled times for Democrats at the polls. Here's the governor. There's no doubt that this is going to be a tougher year for Democrats than 2020 or 2018. But it's in large part because of the challenges that COVID brought on. And then he went on to say that uh, it was actually Democrats, uh, he claims, uh, helped with uh, the uh, the, the COVID situation, keeping people safe. Uh, but you look at uh, the record of uh, the outcomes uh, in states where there were more lockdowns, the outcome wasn't that good. Uh, children's education dropped significantly. Like just do a comparison between Illinois and Florida, for instance. Uh, the economy in Illinois has not rebounded back to pre-pandemic levels yet, while in Florida, the economy has. Uh, children's education plummeted in Illinois. Uh, in Florida, children's education it, it maintained. Um, but the health outcomes were similar. So even the, the lockdowns didn't seem to have that much of a positive impact on health outcomes. And I think that these types of reports that we come out and see, uh, that's going to feed into this. Uh, but uh, some other things as well. Uh, competitive elections. Uh, we're going to have some competitive elections. The June 28th primary is one thing. That's the private party primary. But coming forward into November, the state of Illinois, you're going to actually see some competitive elections. Bryce Hill, he's with the Illinois Policy Institute, uh, taking a look at the most competitive elections at state house races since 1998. And it's a report they put together uh, highlighting uh, just how exactly this is going to play out. Here he is. The lack of choice are on voter turnout and number of votes cast. And what we actually found is that 
you know, we actually have been missing about 1.7 million votes over the past 10 years. So you can see that uh, the way the maps have been drawn in the past, as almost in its own right, led to voter suppression. Uh, Because if you don't have a lot of people turning out for those elections, because there's no choice at that particular district, you're going to have some problems. Uh, More from Bryce Hill from Illinois Policy Institute. Changes in the map could have led to, you know, changes in the the candidates who turned out um, in this election cycle. But generally speaking, uh, the map making process in Illinois is broken and it serves as a deterrent. So we'll see uh, just how competitive elections are in November. We already have an indication of the Republicans and Democrats that are running in various districts. And it's the most competitive since 1998, which is pretty wild. But will it be as competitive in 2024? Uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but some other issues, of course, energy. And I think people are hearing the warnings of increased energy costs and uh, the possibility that uh, there could be rolling brownouts. And that was something Governor J.B. Pritzker was asked about last week. But also, you had uh, last week a hearing that happened at the Illinois House in the Public Utilities Committee where stakeholders were speaking about the, uh, the, the possible impacts on higher prices and potential rolling brownouts. Outs. You'll hear from Illinois Manufacturers Association President and CEO Mark Denzler, also Melville Nickerson with NRG Energy, and State Representative Larry Walsh Jr. Uh, during a House committee. But you'll also hear Governor J.B. Pritzker reacting to some of those concerns. Uh, so here's how that played out uh, from last week. And I think something that's going to uh, ultimately impact uh, the energy issues uh, and election issues moving forward. You ensure that companies have access to self-direct programs. The IMA and industry created a self-direct program for electricity in 2017. It was essentially gutted by the CEGA legislation this year. Large and sophisticated companies should be able to create programs that meet their needs. This energy is not provided back to the market. They're used specifically on their local campuses, lead to reduced energy cost and lower emissions. In addition, uh, the CEGA law also now creates a carbon cap on natural gas. So uh, natural gas generation is not able to run for a full 12-month period because they are capped uh, by the greenhouse gas emission standards, which are in the current CEGA uh, law. So that acts to reduce uh, the supply in order to meet demand. This just, we can't do a light switch. So we need to find sensible solutions to get us to where we want to go. And that's going to take time and it's going to take a lot of heartache, I think. But I think we can get there if we work together. Well, let's start with we saved quite a lot of energy that was going to be shut down, the production of energy that would have been shut down by virtue of passing the energy bill that we passed last fall. Second, the provisions that would uh, reduce the amount of coal-provided energy Those provisions haven't even gone into effect. I mean, it hasn't affected any of the coal-fired plants yet. Um, It's a process that goes all the way until 2038 and beyond. So nobody should think uh, that that what we passed in CEJA is reducing the amount of energy that we're able to provide across the state of Illinois. Now, there are things that happen outside of Illinois that affect pricing in Illinois. You know, uh, in central and southern Illinois, there is already, there are power lines that go into other states and we're already uh, acquiring energy and have been for years uh, from those other states. Uh, So we want to make it as easy for people as possible 
will lower their electric bills. And indeed, for much of the state, we've been able to do that already. We're looking at other ways to do that for people that you're talking about who might be affected this summer. But I would not expect brownouts. Um, I know that's been said by one columnist, but I would not expect that. Um, what we are doing is incentivizing the creation of more energy production in our state. That's so again, what's really happening. That's Governor J.B. Pritzker reacting to some of the uh, concerns there are. And they're not just it's not just one columnist that says that. It's concerns from energy experts who say that the solar and wind energy is not producing enough to, uh, you know, the required amount for baseload energy. Uh, and in parts of uh, central and southern Illinois, outside of the, you know, uh, areas that ComEd uh, takes care of in northern Illinois, uh, with their nuclear subsidies they received from the state, uh, it's it's going to be an issue. Uh, and if we get hotter days, uh, what's going to happen? Uh, we're going to have enough energy to keep manufacturing going on. We've already got supply chain issues. We're going to have enough energy to keep, you know, the air conditioner on at your house or at your grandparents' house. Uh, so these are obviously some serious concerns, and maybe that also is feeding into uh, the sentiments of uh, the various polls we've seen of uh, most people thinking the country is going in the wrong direction. All right, it is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and